keys here. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your 30-day free trial and audiobook download. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Whatever the hell those things are. You got Audible for your record player or something? What are those things? Shark Dropper Studios presents to you Doppel Avenue Hurt Case 2 Case 2 The Red Letter Part 7 The Mad Bomber to decide to see my alarm clock. 10.30. Great. Usually I woke up around 7 for work, but today was Friday. My day off to start my three-day weekend. Most of the time I'm excited about my three-day weekends. I'm one of the few who gets them at the precinct. But today I wasn't so happy. I was staying in a stupid rundown motel. My wife was a giant whorebag. I missed my kids. Timmy wasn't allowed to hang out with me anymore because his mom called Tom Fullery. Whatever the hell that means. And most important thing ever, I couldn't get a hold of Jimmy John. He didn't have a cell, so I had to go call the office once again. I don't know where Mr. K is. He hasn't been to the office in two days. I'm getting really fucking worried. Yeah, me too. Go find him, Tubby. Don't call me Tubby. Okay, fatso. Hey, stop that. You're fat. Hey. Go find Mr. K, you lard ass. Relax, you catty bitch. Go do it, chunky. Wait, did you just hang up on me? No, I'm still here. Oh. You big, dumpy, heavy, obese, plumpy, jelly belly, oversized piece of shit. Now I'm hanging up. Well, there goes my amazing weekend. I'm gonna have to put all my effort into finding Jimmy Joan. This could take a while. I know the captain is still trying to find him. After Jimmy John gone fucked up and stole a cop car and egged the captain's house, so Jimmy John wouldn't be at his apartment, I quickly got dressed and walked out of my motel room. It was a nice sunny morning. The kind of morning that makes you want to go back inside and masturbate so you don't have to do it in the middle of the day. Because you don't want there to be any distractions you enjoying the entire day in one sitting. So that's exactly what I did. I went back inside, masturbated on the wall, because I missed the trash can. Then I left. Okay, Jimmy. Jimmy Jones. Where would you be hiding? 
Hmm. I sat on the hood of my car for a moment, thinking, where could he be? What would Jimmy Jong be up to? Then I saw it. A bird. A tiny little blue bird size of a broken pocket wrench. The thing was so beautiful. It carried a twig in its mouth. It probably has a nest. That's cute. I haven't seen a baby bird since I visited a pet store two Tuesdays ago because I needed to use a hedgehog to open all my unopened letters. I use their quills rather than a letter opener because I feel it gives the hedgehog purpose. More purpose than just being a cute little hedgehog for some kid. I wanted to see its nest. I wanted to see cute little baby blue birds. I hopped in my car and took off down the road after that bird. Six hours later, I was in the country and completely lost. I wasn't following the bird anymore. That thing lost me four hours ago. I was just trying to get back home to my motel room, but all I could find were more and more dirt roads. And after all that, my car was running out of gas. I tried to fill my car with some leftover Gatorade because of the electrolytes, but it turns out that was stupid and I shouldn't have done that. Now my car is dying and I'm thirsty for some Glacier Freeze. My car died on a gravel road. I climbed out. Well, this is just great. Stuck here in the middle of nowhere. And I'm starving. I wanted pie. I bet one of the farmhouses around here had a pie on a windowsill, just cooling and waiting for me to eat it. Oh, I loved pie. It was the next best thing after boobies. And boy, were those things close. Sometimes I feel like pies are better than boobies, like right now, but that's probably because I'm hungry. No cars passed, so I headed to the closest farmhouse. I walked around the house checking each windowsill for pie. Nothing. Oh, this is bullshit. Can I help you? My car is broken and my wife's a whore. And? And I'm hungry. I think I may die. My best friend George died of starvation when I was 12. I don't want to suffer like he did. He didn't have any food? Nah, he had plenty of it. But he got bit by a rattlesnake, and then he fell on the ground in pain. I went to go get help, but then I forgot. And he died. Sounds like your friend was killed by rattlesnake poison. Really? You think that's what killed him? Not the starvation? Well, that's exactly what I think. In that short story you just told me, nothing would lead me to suspect he died of hunger. And you specifically said that he was bitten by a rattlesnake, and if that's the case... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw George. Do you have any pie? I have plenty of it. Give me some now, woman! I mean, may I have some so I don't wind up like George? Oh, you mean bitten by a rattlesnake. Stop trying to confuse me. I want pie, woman! How do I know I can trust you? Uh, I'm a cop. I flashed her my badge, and then the tip of my dick, just to see if she was into that kind of thing. Oh, OK, 
Okay, um, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see that. No, I don't. Thank you, though. Okay, I'll put my badge away. And your dick. All right. You're not into that. I can dig it. <sighs> Come on in. Oh, sweet. I ran up the stairs and pushed past a woman. Ow! Jesus. Where's the pie? Where is it? On the windowsill? Uh, there's one still in the oven, honey. It. My fingers are burning, and they hurt. Ow! Give me your hand. The oven's hot, sweetie. She wet a towel and wrapped my red fingers. Oh, bless your heart. The oven's hot, sweetie. You can't just reach in there. So, what's your name? Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Uh, no, wait. Went. My name is Paul Went. Goddamn, I always forget that shit. I'm Bethany Schrock. Pleasure to meet you. Is this your place? It is now. I moved here about a year ago. It was a way of getting away. Away from what? Away from a different type of living. I used to be Amish. Oh, okay. I'm Christian, and I was thinking about converting to Judaism. They have more wooden toys. It's great. No, no. Amish. Irish. Amish? You ain't never heard of the Amish people? Oh, from Trinidad. No, <laughs> you're all over the map with this one. The Amish are a type of Christian people who live in their own communities. I used to live in such a community in Pennsylvania. I lived with many brothers and sisters. We didn't have electricity and we didn't use automobiles. We had real horsepower. Actual horses, I mean. That's interesting. What what kind of video games did you play? No, we, di we didn't play video games. We didn't have electronics. Oh, I understand that, honey. But you had a Nintendo, right? No. Did you ever play Mortal Kombat 3? No. What about Super Mario Sunshine? No, no electronics, no electricity. What am I, am I speaking a different language? I hope not. I only know English. And even that I have trouble with from time to time. I can see that. You can see what? A bluebird? Is, is that is there a bluebird? Bluebird? What the hell are you talking about, boy? If you didn't have electronics, how could you live? Well, it was tough. Questioning the way we lived caused a falling out with my parents. I ended up running away and living on my own. I lived in many cities, took up small jobs just to make ends meet, and sometimes the middle meet. <laughs> uh, I hitchhiked all over, until I met a man. The love of my life. And then he died. He died a horrible death. Not to be rude, but am I going to be able to eat this pie soon? Or do I have to listen to your whole sad story before I even get one goddamn sliver? Really? I can eat pie while I listen. Here. She handed me a plate with a slice of peach pie. Did this cool on a windowsill? Nope, afraid not. Oh, man. Fine, then. Don't eat it. No, I will. Give it back, woman! I snatched the plate back and licked the entire slice of pie. That way she wouldn't want it back. I learned that tactic in the force. 
Or was it preschool? Oh, hell, I can't remember. Can I get back to my story? <sighs> yup. My husband died a horrible death. Uh, he was mixed in with some bad business. A uh, business he never told me about, of course. Apparently, he messed with the wrong people and they messed back. When he died, I inherited everything. Condo in New York, condo in L.A., and this farmhouse. So, I decided to sell the condos and keep the farmhouse. It was a way for me to get back to my roots. Even if I don't do everything the Amish way. Hens the oven. There's hens in the oven? I'll eat them. No, there's not. Just another pie. Can I get another piece of pie? I like your story, but it gets boring when I'm not eating. Here. You know, I've thought about going back and talking to my family. It's hard living here all on my own. Plus, I kind of miss them. What's your story? Simple. My car is broken, my wife sleeps with men all the time, and my best friend is missing. Oh. Oh! And I saw a bluebird today, but then I lost it. It was in the sky, I was looking at it, and then it went away. Your car is broken? Oh, it's just out of gas. I have some containers of gas here for the tractors. You can borrow some if you need to. I like this girl. She had a big old booty, and she can make a hell of a pie. I don't know about the whole Amish thing, but hey, I don't really play Nintendo games that often anyways. PlayStation for life, y'all. But I wonder if you wouldn't mind helping me out a bit here before you go. Can I eat pie the whole time? If you wish. I decided to stay and help this lady out. She handed me a t-shirt and some overalls and I went to work. She needed help moving a few bags of rice from her basement to the shed. There you go. Thank you so much. I filled my gas tank, but then I decided to stay a little longer. She needed more help. I could help. Days became weeks. Weeks became months. I milked cows, shot quail, churned butter, mulched her drive, chopped down trees, rounded sheep, and cultivated crops. Things got even more interesting when a local Indian tribe attacked one night during a thunderstorm. Things got crazy. Arrows flew and we barely made it through the night. The storm passed and the Indians left and Bethany and I made sweet love on the front porch. I was a full-blown cowboy. We did it doggy style over the banister and then I lifted her leg to get the praying mantis going. We were just about to flip into the frothy chicken then she started saying my name. Hell yeah. Oh. Paul. 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 
I woke up on her porch. What's going on? What happened? Well, you helped me move some bags of rice, and then you said they were really heavy, so you were going to rest. And then you ended up falling asleep on the porch for 14 hours. Were there redskins? Nope. Probably a dream. Wait, did we bang? <laughs> you were definitely dreaming. I slowly unzipped my pants to flash my dick. Oh, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. One of these days, flashing my tip is gonna work. I better go. I think that's a good idea. As I started walking away back to my car, I turned around to see Bethany on her porch waving to me. She then lifted her skirt, flashed me a bit of her cooch, and I nearly lost it. She smiled and headed inside. I'd be seeing her again. I'll bring Mantis her till the sun comes out and then some. More boning till the sun goes down again. But right now, I need to find keys to start my car so I can continue my search for Jimmy Jones. To the precinct. I needed Arthur's help to find Jimmy Jong. Since Jimmy Jong and Arthur were besties now, Arthur may know where he is. Ho ho ho! What brings the mighty Polly Shaw down here on his three day weekend? It's Jimmy Jong. Big Jimbo? What about him? He's missing. Yeah, he's on the run. Remember when he stole that cop car? Got a teenager drunk? Threw eggs at the captain's house? Jeez, what an idiot. Yeah, I remember when he was an idiot. Do you know where he is? How the hell should I know? Because you guys are besties now. Oh, yeah, that's true. We are for sure besties. I don't know where he is, though. I think he's on the lamb. Oh, so you do know where he is. Where is his lamb, and what is Jimmy doing on top of it? Is it a sexual thing? Wait, I thought you were the one who fucks lambs. No, Paulie, not with a bee. I know the difference between a lamb and a bee. Just tell me where he is. I mean, he's running from the captain. I don't know where he is. I don't fuck lambs. That's right. You just fuck dolls. Oh, come on, Paul. You know she has a name. King Arthur, I think something bad may have happened to Jimmy John. Could. Oh, I mean, oh no. He's been missing for a few days now. He probably just doesn't want to be seen by the captain. He's probably hiding in a ditch or under a bridge like a little disgusting troll. Arthur, you have that info on the Madison case? We need it ASAP. Detectives Gary and Sinise walked up to us. Paul, what are you doing here on your day off? I can't tell you. You can't tell me. Or you don't want to tell me. Don't try to confuse me with a bunch of questions. I just asked you to. I need Arthur's help and find... Oh, man, you've almost got my answer. Gary's not trying to trick you into answering. It's just a normal question. Don't even, Sinise. 
I know you guys and your mind games. Wait, are they trying mind games right now? Yes. Gary just asked a normal question. I know what you're trying to do, Sinise. Reverse psychology. I won't have it. Watch this. Hey, Gary. Yeah? Want to know why I'm here on my day off? Not really. Not anymore. Well, I'm not telling. Ha! Yeah, good one. Okay, enough, guys. We really only need to talk to Arthur anyway. Oh, no. You ain't gonna trick me. I'm not telling why Polly's here on his day off. But we don't care. Look, now they're trying to act uninterested, so that way we tell them. God damn, you guys are good. Arthur, cover your ears. That way they can't mind trick you. You sons of bitches. Is that how they do it? Through the years? I don't know, but probably. King Arthur and I crouched down, covered our ears, and closed our eyes. We waited a good ten minutes, but Gary and Sunny stayed put. Are you guys done? We really need that info, Arthur. Should I answer them, Polly? As long as it's not about me. It's not. Jesus. King Arthur and I stood and slowly uncovered our ears. The Madison case documents are on my desk. What Madison case are you talking about? There was another bombing. They think it's the same person who bombed the post office last week. A serial bomber. Oh, shit. You mean I have to watch out when I eat kicks? No, not that type of cereal. The only thing you should be watching out for is your life. I don't eat life cereal. I don't like little squares. Unless it's part of a necklace. Well, of course. That's not what I was saying. Forget it, Gary. It's not worth it. Can we grab the files, Arthur? Take them. Thanks. Do you guys have any clues about who's doing it? No, but his targets are getting bigger and bigger. We have a bit of surveillance footage from the department store, but it's not a good shot. Right now, we're just going through some witness reports about this mad bomber. Is that his code name? As of right now. Although we may come up with something a little more clever. You guys just hate the name because I came up with it. You named him after the Mad Hatter from Batman. And? All you did was change Hatter to Bomber. Yeah, but, you know, he's mad and a villain. I like it. It's smart. You guys just don't get it. But you're essentially just picking a name and switching out one word. It doesn't even rhyme. You could literally change Mad Hatter to anything. But why would we change it to anything? He's a bomber. A bomber makes sense. It's so stupid. You're stupid. Okay, you fucking... Oh! We ended up getting into a fist fight until the captain broke it off and made us apologize to one another. Sorry. 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 Stupid. We searched for Jimmy John. Since King Arthur and Jimmy John were besties, I asked Arthur where would be the best areas to search for Jimmy. What were his favorite hangouts? 
We checked the Port Street Pizza Parlor, the bowling alley, a donut shop, a fair, and Arthur's apartment. These seem more like Arthur's favorite hangouts, but Arthur said they were Jimmy John's too. This isn't working. Let's... Hey! A red bird! Holy shit, let's follow it. We followed the red bird for a while, got lost in the country, ran out of gas, I introduced Arthur to Bethany, we ate pie, we helped Bethany move some bags of grain, and then Arthur and I took a 14-hour nap. On Sunday, we filled up the car and headed back into the city. We decided to try Jimmy's office. It was Sunday. We were surprised that the door was open, but we headed up anyway. Hey, cat-loving bitch! You better not be hiding with no axe! Uh, should I have my gun out? We reached the top of the steps and we saw Edith standing by her desk. She held something behind her back. Ah, oh, it's just Tubby and the doll fucker. Come on, guys, seriously. Jesus, she has a name. What? What's that behind your back? It's a pen. It looks like an axe. Oh, it's just a pen. She put the big, shiny, sharp pen back in her desk. doing here looking for Jimmy Jong I found out where he is where she held up a piece of paper I thought he gave up on the shitty case but I guess not found the address under stack of papers on his desk I drove the three of us down Sunrise Boulevard reach a mansion with a bunch of dead trees in the front yard We got out and headed up the steps. I knocked. Hey, why don't you do one more for Tony Orlando? No one answered for a while. I was getting bored, then I saw a yellow bird fly overhead. Hey, look! Oh shit, there's no time. Some bald man answered. Can I help you? We're looking for... Mr. K! And then we saw him. Jimmy John walked by in a suit. What the... What are you guys doing here? Doppel Avenue Hurt Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Jonathan Moss With special guest voices Scott and Jeremiah of the Lost at Home podcast As Detectives... Gary and Sinise, and Mallory Presley of the Heels and Headshots podcast as Bethany, starring voices by Kyle Appleyard as James Keyes, 
Amy Luray as Edith Dietrich, Jose Caraballo as Paul Wendt, Jonathan Moss as Arthur Phelps and Sheldrick Von Wallen, Dan Johnson as Vendel, comedian Lang Parker as Jane, and Julia W.D. Harrison as Julianne Good. Additional voices by John Lazaveth, Brian Messick, Seth York, Hope Enos, Chris Gore, Nicholas Engelhart, Shannon McCarthy, Ricky Laner, Shannon Lee, Chris Davis, and Amber Simpson. If you enjoyed this show, please take 90 seconds and rate us on iTunes. Also, go to www.sharkdropper.com for additional fictional podcasts such as this one. We're above the target. T-minus five seconds till shark drop. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Drop the shark! Go! 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 This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. 